to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. I'm Sherry Butler, and I'm filling in for Dr. Pat this morning, and she is on a well-deserved break to get her revved up for the new year, and I'm very excited, to, as I said, to be filling in, and I've got a very informative show coming up today, and I'm interviewing several authors from the, the fourth annual Finding the Gift and Shift Conference. It's coming up in the beautiful Red Rocks of Sedona, Arizona on January 15th through the 17th. And I'll give you the information at the top of the hour. It's www.stellar, and that's S-T-E-L-L-A-R, productionslive.com. That's the website for the conference. We have keynote speakers Greg Braden and Joe Dispenza and Dr. Rocco Errico and about 14 other speakers that are going to help us with all the uncertainty and transition that we're feeling right now in the world. But as you all know, change is inevitable, and we need to look at change as a gift. And it is really giving us an opportunity to embody the changes that we choose to see on the planet and in ourselves. So let's empower ourselves with the insight that these speakers have to give to us. Now, if you're listening on KKNW AM 1150 in Seattle, that's wonderful. Welcome to the show. If not, I hope you are at your computer and at your the website www.thedrpatshow.com and we're streaming and I'm excited to have you here and to listen to our first guest Dean Carabarelli and Dean had graduated from college in 20 years he worked as a CEO of a manufacturing company serving the nuclear and petrochemical businesses Dean has traveled to a lot of sacred sites in over 30 countries to study and experience the wisdom of ancient cultures, and he's a graduate of and a teacher with the Four Winds Healing the Light Body School. Dean has also experienced substance abuse in various forms for over 30 years, and what started as prescription drugs led to a $200,000 a year drug habit. He spent thousands of hours in treatment in one form or another. He was an inpatient, outpatient. He did experimental treatments. Dean has done it all. But as I talked to him earlier, it really gave him the research to create the sanctuary, which is a unique healing center just outside of Sedona that he is the director of. And we'll get some more information on that from Dean. And I want to welcome Dean to the show. Hi, Sherry. Thanks for having me. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing great, and you're doing a great job, and I've been listening to the show, and I, I was disappointed to have to turn my radio down to, to hear this. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's great. Well, the first question I want to ask you, because you have been the producer of, of the conference, Karen Kubnick, you have really been in there as a supporter and a participant with the Finding the Gift and Shift conference for the, for, for the past three years. So what can you tell the listeners about why they want to come and join us in January for the conference? Well, first I'd like to say the conferences in general have been instrumental in my own waking up process. As, as you shared with the listeners, I've, I've had the gift of being in so many kinds of treatment and therapy, um, all of which were, were good on their own. But my true wake up came at conferences just like this one. 
I wanted to, it seems like this particular year, the gift and the shift of 2010, the time is really now. We're being called forth now in the ways that we have not in time past. And I think it doesn't matter what people have done up until now, how many conferences or books or anything that they have read, because the, the earth is in a far different place, even from the gift and the shift last year. So things are speeding up so exponentially that now is the time that we need to prepare. I think that this conference has an amazing lineup of speakers. And I think what's really amazing about the gift and the shift is that the conference is more experiential. People have a chance to participate. There's workshops. And rather than just getting a download of information, people have a chance to actually participate. People have a chance to kind of craft their own solutions. And I think that's what really what we're being called for to do at this time. Yeah, I believe so, too. And I know that, you know, there's so many unprecedented changes happening worldwide, which are causing so many people unrest. And from your point of view and what you've seen with your recovery and with the, with the sanctuary and, and now uh, being a healer, which is, uh, I'm just so happy for you, what, what does all this mean to us? Well, I think, I think what's going on, what it all means, you know, people are being bombarded with conflicting information. And if you, if you look at the media, and even in the commercials that we're hearing today and what's going on on the earth, um, some economists say that we're having an upturn. Others say we're having a downturn. Some say that we're, you know, headed for political uh, turmoil. Others say it's clear sailing ahead. Others say, you know, Afghanistan is going to be this. Others say it's going to be a, a mess. And I think on, on, on some level, everybody knows that, that our institutions that we have considered to be the cornerstones, the foundation of our existence, our lives, the government, you know, that the big three automakers, all the things that we would consider mileposts and things that give us comfort. We can always depend on Social Security. We can always depend on our IRAs. We can always depend on whatever the case may be. We see that these things are crumbling. They're crumbling. So Regardless of, of what people's political points of view may be, we know that our political environment is less about people and more about business. I think that our medical paradigm in this country right now is coming to its, to its end because of you know, viruses and diseases keep getting stronger as antibiotics keep getting weaker. And so that's coming to a, a shift. Uh, certainly people are feeling the, the shift in the economics and I think that that's, that's, causing, um, that's causing some very serious unrest. And while we would like to ignore it, um, we really can't. So people know that on some level our reality is unsustainable and we're heading towards a paradigm shift. But people don't really know what that's turning out to look like. And that's, that's causing unrest. And I think what we're seeing here at the sanctuary and in the client base that we're getting is we're coming to this fork in the road. So we see a lot more people heading towards the kind of the fear, addiction, sickness, denial, anger, all that kind of stuff. And then we see these people heading the other way, which is towards something higher. People are seeking. They're looking. They're searching. They know that there's something more for them out there. And they're opening up in ways that we have not ever seen before to something new, to a different shift in their own paradigm. And we're actually seeing that more than ever, this this desire for change is 
is helping people to go within themselves and create that change. So what we're seeing and, and what our emphasis at the conference there is helping people go inside to do their personal work. And, and like you said, people have tried so many things on their healing path. God knows I have, and as did you, but they just can't seem to find resolution. And, I mean, I'm still working on, we're all working on stuff. We're all going to be working on things till, till we die. But there's, you know, at least I can speak for myself, there's some, still some core things that I'm still working on that I haven't seemed to be able to find any resolution. And I know that that was true for you when you were on your path. What did you do? Well, you know, I think that, um, boy, that's a great question. My own journey has been one of, I have felt this coming on for quite some time. I, I've been a sensitive being my, my whole life, and I have felt this, sort of this disconnect between what we're seeing in our consensual reality, and that's the reality that everybody's agreed upon, this is the way it should be, and how I felt inside. And that really ate me up. And so I turned to substance abuse as a way to mitigate that pain, as a way to numb myself out because of that disconnect. And so through that, I I was gifted the opportunity to be in so many kinds of healing places or therapeutic places, let's put it that way. I've, mm-hmm. been, I've been to every kind of treatment that you can imagine, all of which didn't kind of, didn't create any kind of internal shift because that paradigm is falling away as well. And it wasn't until I realized that this, that my own journey, my own addiction had become my own wake-up call, that it was time for me to step into who I really came to this planet to be and to stop resisting who I, who I was turning into, to stop resisting my own divinity, to stop resisting what spirit sent me here to be. And that that turned out to be uh, a shift that happened at a conference just like the one we're having in a couple of weeks' time. So really, so the key is to stop resisting and allow, your, and allow yourself to go into to whatever changes or, um, you know, hearing what you need to hear, going through, you know, doing meditation, whatever it takes to just... Stop resisting. Is that is that what I'm hearing from you? Well, in 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 a way, yes. We're 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 taught that a lot of a lot of our things are uh, we're led to believe that we'll medicate them. We're led to to believe that our depression and our anxiety and all these things that people are feeling are somehow that we're not supposed to be having them. That we're supposed to be living this this ideal life like we see on TV with people that will will never achieve their level of beauty or their level of possessions. It's always, it's always something outside of ourselves. And I think that when we realize that we came, that we have a unique gift, that there are 7 billion people on this planet right now, no two of which have the same energetic signature. So we each have a gift to put forth. And when we stop resisting what our pathway is to wake us up to that gift, so for me, as you shared with the, the listener, I spent 30 years of my life struggling, resisting what turned out to be the greatest gift of my life, what, what was the impetus to create a, a healing environment for places, for people that were just like me out there. Yeah. Well, 
We're going to ask you to stay on for the next segment, Dean, because I know we've got some some more things that we want to cover, and and our listeners are going to enjoy hearing what you have to say. This is Sherry Butler, and I'm in for Dr. Pat on the Dr. Pat Show, KKNW, AM 1150. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening. heard about it last year. You even thought about entering, but didn't. Now, life is giving you a second chance. Announcing your second chance to change from the inside out with Dr. Pat's 2010 Holistic Makeover. So get on board. Winners will embark on a journey to make powerful change with the help and support of an entire team of coaches. Want to be a winner? Fill out the survey and tell your inspired story and how you plan to pay it forward. Go to drpatsmakeover.com. That's drpatsmakeover.com. So how many times have you said, I need to quit smoking? How many times have you tried to quit smoking only to fail? How many times a day are you smoking and wishing you weren't? This is Cheryl Manchester from Positive Changes Hypnosis, where we help you to become smoke-free for life. Take on the habits of a non-smoker, not an ex-smoker. Our clients tell us they simply lose the desire for the cigarette. Become stress-free and relaxed. Lose or maintain weight at the same time and effortlessly take back control. Andy Castle quit his 15-year smoking habit and has been smoke-free for over a year. Jane Penrod quit smoking after smoking three packs a day for 50 years. Yes, it works. Make a lasting change in your life. Call Positive Changes in Bellevue at 888-311-7157 to schedule a free consultation. That number again is 888-311-7157. Nishama Living, where your optimal health begins with awareness, grows with knowledge, flourishes with proactive solutions, and is practiced as a way of life. Nishama Living is dedicated to wholeness of body, mind, and spirit. The Nishama Living Hour is coming to the Dr. Pat Show. Get ready to regain your natural balance, take control of your health and vitality, and build your foundation for wellness with Nishama Living on the Dr. Pat Show. How would you like increased health and vitality? Would you like relief from acute or chronic health issues? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? Would you like relief from allergy, weight, and digestive issues? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural technique. Whether you seek relief from health issues or desire to live at your optimum health and vitality, contact reflex analysis is a profound method which detects imbalances at a subclinical level. Restoring health issues before they arise while increasing vitality and longevity. Discover CRA. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Every day we're moving toward wellness or away from wellness. I'd like to be your partner in achieving your optimal health and well-being. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Dr. Pat Show on KKNW AM 1150. And we welcome you to the show. And 
Dr. Pat is on a well-deserved vacation. My name is Sherry Butler, and I'm filling in for her today. And we're going to continue our conversation with Dean Terabarelli, and he is the director of the Sanctuary, which is a unique healing retreat center just outside of Sedona. And they focus on bridging modern science with ancient energy healing techniques. So I wanted to ask you, Dean, thanks again for being on. And I also I wanted to ask you, Tell me a little bit about the sanctuary, because it's not just because you've been going through a lot of recovery and, you know, you're sober now and you're a healer and all that. It's not a place just for people in recovery, correct? No, not not at all. As a matter of fact, we we really don't even use the word recovery per se. We we use the term recovered and and hallelujah. Just like so many other conditions, would you rather be in recovery or would you rather be recovered so you can move on to other things in your life? And the sanctuary is, I guess the best way I would describe it is, it's a, people, it's a place for people to come and wake up from their dark night of the soul. Uh, a place of pe- for people to remember their true nature, their inner nature, and their divine connection. And we work with people that are heavily trapped in in the cycle of self-destructive behavior um, and that includes thoughts and toxic lifestyle so it's for us there's no real difference between a person that is involved in a lot of substance abuse or a person whose life is out of balance in some other way the root cause of disconnect or soul sickness is the same so for us um, we're far from a recovery center we're we're a place where people come to remember themselves. And once that begins to happen, Sherry, and, and we, we use a lot of different techniques. We bridge modern science with quantum physics and the power of consciousness that has been around forever, but our, our science is now really proving that in a, in a profound way in this time. And these, these ancient healing techniques which have been around and We've got doctors and psychiatrists and naturopaths and all different ways because we want to create the bridge. And so a lot of folks are in a, a Western allopathic paradigm, so they're not ready to jump over into what the full possibilities of their life can be, can be free from medication, can be free from their disempowering lifestyle. So we help to create that bridge. And So, yeah, so you have a lot of different facilitators and and physicians from both sides of the allopathic and the natural world so that people are feeling comfortable and no matter what place they're in. Well, that's 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 exactly right. And we, we want to be that bridge because, remember, there's a lot of conflicting information out there. And a good example of that is the advertisements for these different drugs that people see and they see people having fun with their families. And then at the end of that, they hear all of the side effects of this medication. And they're pretty harsh. So that disconnect is, is something that we're helping to repair and helping people to, to guide them because as above, so below. As each person here steps into who they are, it affects the whole world. Something, something that we, we work on a variety of levels here, and which include not just the mind and the body, which you hear about out, out in the world, but we work with the soul and on the level of the energetic as well. So that's true mind, body, spirit, which are words that we hear a lot, but we're just learning as a culture how to put them all into use. Well, and when you and I were talking uh, earlier, there, 
there seems to be, I want you to tell the, the listeners that there seems to be a common denominator in the variety. We have a lot of different clients that come there from all different walks of life, but there seems to be a common denominator that you're, you're seeing with them. What is it and how do you help them resolve it? Well, our common denominator, and again, we, we have people from all walks of life. At the moment, we, we are graced to have a physician with us that's here as a client. We have an attorney that's here as a client. We have a lot of things going on. And while their symptoms may look different, and none of the people that are here are particularly here for substance abuse, but they are here for this underlying dis-ease, uneasiness, and reconnection to their true soul path, that, that reason why they came here. And so it doesn't matter how it, if, if it's expressing itself as anxiety or depression, or people are now feeling the weight of the world. They're feeling the change that's going on, and it's helping them to wake up. And what we're doing is helping guide people through that shift. We're, we're, we're guideposts for people along the way because... Traditional therapy is not doing it the way that it has done it in time past and treatment centers and, and all the ways that we're used to are coming up short for people, so hence here we are. And so the, a lot of the people that are there, they're, they're really seeing that their life doesn't have all the meaning that they thought it did. Well, yeah, people, you know, people are, are waking up now. The, the, what's happening with... The, the, what's going on in our solar system and in the galaxy and this amazing time that we are all on alive on planet Earth is creating people, helping people to wake up and realize that mediocrity is not doing it anymore. To, that they must awaken to who they are and give their gifts as spirit or God or creator, whoever you want to present to them to, to do. And, and until we do that, it is horribly painful and people suffer and that's why they go out and mitigate that pain in all kinds of ways so we have to make that connection to that place of the soul oh that's great well i know at the sanctuary and at the uh upcoming gift and shift conference that you're going to be speaking at you utilize the medicine wheel can you share with our listeners what the medicine wheel can reveal for one's personal transformation kind of give us an overview what the, what that Medicine, what the medicine wheel means for, for us, and oh, yeah. explain that a little bit. Yeah, the, you know, the medicine wheel is just a term, and the medicine wheel is really a metaphor for the great cycle of, it, it symbolizes wholeness and integration. The medicine wheel is used in countless traditions around the world, and what it is, it's this hero's journey, or the fool's journey, stepping from um, disempowerment to empowerment, the great cycles of life and we might we might use the four directions of the medicine wheel in our culture by saying infancy adolescence adulthood and the golden years and people are on the medicine wheel whether they want to be or not it's this journey into who they are the journey into manhood the journey into womanhood the journey into that transcendent knowingness so the medicine wheel has four different directions, and four is, it turns out to be a very sacred number in a lot of ways. It's the alphabet of DNA is A, G, C, T. That's four. There are four seasons. There are four chambers of the human heart. There are four directions of the medicine wheel, and the medicine wheel really is about the journey from the mind, the body, the soul, and the energetic. 
and around that becomes this path of power. So in so many ways, and your listeners probably identify this, we leak energy in so many ways. We have so many things going on in our lives, so many directions that we're running, so many things tugging at us that we have lost our focused power. And so the medicine wheel is a metaphor to, to gain this power back. So if we just use that again, and it's, it's so multidimensional and so multifaceted that it, that would be a, a whole weekend workshop to even discuss the medicine wheel, but it does represent this journey that we all must take. And so we, we figure at the sanctuary, why wait until we're old to think about how we should have done this, that, or stepped into our lives in a different way? Let's go ahead and do it now. Right. Well, I wanted to ask you, um, we're getting close to the end of the interview time, but I wanted to ask you this question. You know, you talk a lot about going within and doing our personal work, and as you've talked about with, with the work that you do with the sanctuary, how does this work have any effect on the world? And we know everybody's talking about 2012, and heaven knows everybody's got their opinion about that. And all the precarious situations that we find ourselves in economically, ecologically, politically, I mean, how does, how does that going within affect the world? Oh, that's, you know, that is a great question, Jerry. And something, there's a spiritual principle out there of every tradition, and it is as above, so below. And what's happening on planet Earth is a mirror of what's happening within each and every one of us. So while we hear about the crisis in the ecology and crisis in the economy and crisis in politics, what we're really experiencing right now is, is a crisis in consciousness. You know, we're, we are needing to be different in the world. We are needing to look at things in a different way. I think that, you know, you hear about the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Yeah. And that's what's happening globally. You know, we keep trying to fix something that we, we're it's unfixable, and we're being invited to this new paradigm. And each one of us are participating in that. So at the conference, we, we want to give people the tools to let them know that, hey, they matter. Their input, they are, they are a creator of this mosaic that we call planet Earth right now, that they have power. Quantum physics proving their consciousness has the power to create. And not only that, they have the responsibility to step in. Anybody that's even contemplating coming to this conference that would be at that level of consciousness on some level knows that they are responsible for helping us to co-create this new world that we're stepping into. Well, and that's the exciting time that we have in front of us is to really come together um, in January and co-create what we want. That's it. Dean, thank you so much for being on the show today. Really, really uh, incredible information, and we look forward to seeing you in the next couple of weeks. And we are on KKNW AM 1150, The Dr. Pat Show, and we will return in a few minutes. Thank you so much. Ready to manifest? 
just your heart's desire? Want to know the secret to navigating life's in-between times with confidence and skill? Ready, Set, Manifest with Life Coach Debbie Lacey offers real tools to coach yourself through the in-betweens and leaps in life. Say goodbye to being stuck and hello to Ready, Set, Manifest. Visit theinspiredcoach.com and join the next Ready, Set, Manifest telegathering. You're not lost. You're getting ready. Visit theinspiredcoach.com. Reach your full potential and increase energy with the superfood of the Inca, maca magic. Maca naturally balances hormones, relieves symptoms of PMS, menopause, and erectile dysfunction. Maca increases energy, stamina, and endurance without caffeine. Visit macaroot.com. That's M-A-C-A root.com. Call 541-846-6222. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Do you like where your health and looks are headed? Or are you ready for a total transformation? Your dollars and days off have never been more precious. So why waste them on anything other than lasting, real rejuvenation? Sure, there are expensive spa vacations. And then there's total transformation. Join best-selling author Kat James in a gorgeous mountain setting where you learn the very food and self-care principles that transformed her beyond recognition without self-deprivation. Break free from the food and beauty self-sabotage and spend five days with the woman self magazine calls a master of self-transformation you will even celebrate the new you with a world-class makeover and photo shoot want a total transformation but can't afford to get away attend cats teleprogram from your home via computer or phone make 2009 your year for total transformation call us at 877-54-TOTAL or visit us at totaltransformation.com Athletes, diabetics, moms, let me tell you about a new high-tech energy gel called Chocolate Number no. 9. Chocolate Number no. 9 is made with only organic agave and the finest dark roast Belgian cocos. Number 9 contains no refined sugar. Number 9 is a certified low glycemic index item. And best of all, Chocolate Number no. 9 simply tastes great. Find out more at chocolatenumber9.com or call 866-999-1909. That's 866-999-1909. A Sacred Moment is a unique funeral service offering distinctive choices for honoring and celebrating the life of a loved one. Whether you want to create an intimate home funeral vigil, an environmentally friendly burial, or a personalized tribute by planning a life celebration service with the support of a celebrant, A Sacred Moment can guide you in creating an experience that will truly reflect a life well lived. Call A Sacred Moment at 206-529-3803 and visit asacredmoment.com. the Dr. Pat show. I'm Sherry Butler filling in for Dr. Pat. She's on a well-deserved vacation and we are, I'm talking today with a lot of speakers that are going to be participating in a conference in Sedona, Arizona, January 15th through the 17th, finding the gift in shift. And for more information on the conference, you can go to www.stellarproductionslive.com. And our next guest is Sarah McLean, and I'm so excited to have her on the show. She began her personal daily meditation practice in 1989, and her work with the Mind-Body Health Pioneer 
Dr. Deepak Chopra, who we all know. And Dr. Chopra certified Sarah as one of his first educators to teach mind-body health programs. Then she served as the education director for the Chopra Center for Wellbeing in San Diego for eight years. Then Sarah took a little sabbatical, went to a Buddhist monastery for two years, and did a lot of meditating. So we're going to talk about meditation, and this woman knows about meditation, let me tell you. She has spent a lot of time in the silence. She is very experienced, and she now uh, lives in Sedona. And in 2001, she founded the Sedona Meditation Training Company, which is an organization that provides training and immersion in various practices to enhance the mind-body health and self-awareness. Welcome to the show, Sarah. Thank you for having me. Great to be here. The first question I wanted to ask you, because being in Sedona, you've been also a participant uh, at the conference, and you're going to be opening up the Gift and Shift Conference every day with a meditation. And I wanted to ask you, why is meditation so beneficial for group gatherings? Well, first of all, I think there's so much talk about meditation, and nobody quite understands what it is, and some people are actually afraid of even trying it. So why I like to just provide it in these programs is so that people can get a taste of it and have the confidence that when they go home, this is something they can take with them. And it's also, I find it's very deep. There's some silence that's really a little deeper when we meditate together. Uh, There's something about that that is so enjoyable to me, so I just do it purely selfishly (laughs) to have the experience. Well, and, you know, I mean, I have definitely have to confess, I've been uh, an off-and-on meditator for years, and I actually learned meditation with Deepak uh, myself. So, and I, I don't know why I keep going in and out of it, and now I'm back in it again, and thank God for your CD that I just got in the mail the other day. It was wonderful. Oh, good. Why, why do, you, do you come across that where people kind of go in and out, or... I do, and it's, that's one of the reasons when people do learn to meditate with me, um, you know, I invite them back again and again. They can come any time they want after they've learned initially and just refresh their practice because I know that I'm very lucky in the, in the way that I am in this conversation about meditation every day. But it's not really in everybody's mind or awareness to meditate. What is in everybody's mind is, you know, their jobs or their families or their iPods or their Blackberries or their work. And so it's... It tends to be so distracting and keeping our focus externally and outward that, um, you know, it's just, diff- it's just very easy to drift away from it. It happens just maybe you miss one one day. Then you say, oh, I'll get to it tomorrow. The next day comes and you're traveling. Or It happens just like that. And it just it, suddenly you realize you haven't meditated in a week or maybe a month or even a year. And one of my favorite sayings my yoga teacher taught me or said to me once was, Sarah, the yoga mat is always there for you, and I like to say that about meditation. Meditation is always there for you. If you've, if you've been taught properly, you know, as you probably do know, Sherry, going back to it, it wasn't so hard. It's just about discipline and making time. Right. No, it is. It is about discipline and making time, and I know that when I did it on a regular basis, it really made my days function uh, a lot more smoother. I had more clarity. Um, you know, it just it was so beneficial, and I know those things, and then getting back into it, like you said, it just, oh, something else comes up, something else comes up. But I think we're really in a pl- place and time right now where med- meditation is really critical, don't you think, Be- based yeah, on what's going so. on in the world? I do think so. I think people are starting to become clearer about their priorities. You know, when there was 
it's even the economic crisis is helping with that. When there was money to be made everywhere and people were basically doing this a merry-go-round of selling and buying houses, especially here in Arizona, you know, every everybody's directing their attention outward and seeing, you know, who could win the biggest prizes, basically. And I think now that people are starting to go, wait a minute, what is most important, especially around the holidays, too, uh, which is, by the way, a really busy time that people learn to meditate, yeah. um, they find that the priorities are really shifting. And then even my next-door neighbor who has really no spiritual inclination whatsoever. I've lived next to her for now six or seven years. She just finally started listening to my meditation CD. Now, her impetus was because she's fearful about the upcoming earth changes that she's hearing all about, and I think she watches a lot of Fox News. And so she's, you know, really concerned about these earth changes, so fear is her driving factor in learning to meditate. And I think safety is sometimes... People's factor, I know that when people come to me to learn to meditate, they're going through some kind of crisis. As Dean was saying earlier, you know, people are saying the old way's not working. I'm not sure why I'm here. Sort of a, a crisis of not knowing who you really are and what you really want. And sometimes it, it is preceded by a diagnosis of cancer or an illness or a divorce or a family has changed in terms of they have lost their house or people have um, gone off to college or people have, you know, lost their jobs, or any of, the, of those things. And so that is generally the wake-up call. And I love to say, why wait for the wake-up call? Right. You know, why wait? We can, we can take, there's so many benefits to meditation. You know, one is this existential question of who am I and why am I here? But also, it really does, um, as you say, make life a little easier. And Deepak Chopra loves to say that it's, the support of nature. You gain the support of nature when you settle down, turn your attention inward, and take that time out every single day to reconnect to the silence, to the field from, of all possibilities, and sort of stimulate the intelligence of nature to support you in your intention and desire. I know it sounds a little woo-woo, but I believe it's true. Well, but what you're saying is that, it, you know, meditation can also not only relax us and give us the clarity, but we can use uh, that time to co-create with the universe, yeah, co-create with God, spirit, whatever, whoever, however we want to call it. But that, that's the time that we give to spirit to say, okay, let's, this is kind of what I'd like to have in my world. Kind of put that intention in before you meditate. Is that not correct? Well, that's one way to do it. I certainly encourage people to become more aware of their desires. You know, I actually, you had mentioned I had lived in a monastery for a while, which was a Zen Buddhist monastery, and the Buddha said, you know, all, all um, suffering is caused by desire. All life is suffering, and all suffering is caused by desire. And so I thought I'd just shortcut the suffering situation and decide not to have any desires, and that's just not... It wasn't true, but I wanted the shortcut to spirituality, so I pretended I didn't have any desires, even the desire for spirituality. So what ended up happening was I was denying a lot of aspects of myself, and I learned this over a year or so, and I went actually back to the Chopra Center and sat with uh, Deepak during a group meditation, and the first thing he said was, let's all put our attention on our intention or desires. And I was, I had been away from it for a while, and I said, gosh, doesn't that seem sort of, the opposite of what I've been taught. And what I ultimately ended up finding out was that um, the Buddha didn't mean that suffering is caused by desires. It's caused by the clinging 
of the desire, clinging to desires and the outcome of the desire. But the fact is we want what we want. We want to park close to the movie theater. We want to get through the checkout line quickly. We want to be treated fairly by people. We want to succeed in our jobs. We want good health. And to pretend that desires are not important is just, is really what they call mood making. Uh, pretending things are a certain way when they're actually not. And so it causes actually more stress. So what I've learned is I like to start meditation with just acknowledging my desire for health or for knowing God, in my case, or for peace on earth. And then after that, I let go of that desire, take my attention off the desire, and put my attention on the object of my meditation. And that can be different for different people. Um, Some people focus on a mantra, a silent sound that they think. Some people focus on the sensation of the breath as it moves in and out of the body Mm -hmm. without effort. Some people focus on um, a sound that they make, chanting. You know, some people focus on something they look at, like a candle flame. Different, there really are different meditations for different nervous systems. My particular favorite is a silent mantra meditation. Sometimes I mix it with the breath work uh, or breath of tension, and then other times I don't, as in the one you and I both know is the primordial sound meditation, which is simply a silent repetition of the mantra. Now, most people say to me, gosh, you know, I'd really like to learn to meditate, but I'm type A and I can't stop thinking. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's almost impossible to stop thinking by thinking about it. Yeah. You know, great. <laughs> That's an oxymoron, <laughs> isn't it? doesn't work. I've tried it. And most people have tried it. It makes you crazy. So yeah. the minute we close our eyes to begin to meditate and we haven't been properly instructed, the first thing we notice probably are the way, is the way our body feels. Then we notice the sounds around us. Then here we go with the thoughts. We have yep. 60,000 thoughts a day. Monkey mind, monkey mind. Right. That's one thought every two seconds. That's a lot of thinking. So we just become aware of them. They've always been there. So what meditation is really about is to find a focus that interrupts the constant flow of thoughts so you can ultimately settle down the nervous system and the thinking process. It happens naturally, actually. And you bump into the real you, the one who's having the thoughts. Mm-hmm. The one who's having the life you're having, not your thoughts themselves. So oftentimes people think they have to do more to have a better benefit from it. But the truth is once you sit down, it's, once you sit down to meditate, it's really all about doing less and accomplishing more. Yeah, Actually, so we less. need to really, really just kind of focus in and, and, and just breathe and go with that. Sarah, thank you so much for being on the show today. We really appreciate it and look forward to seeing you in the next couple of weeks. And as you all know, you can go to StellarProductionsLive.com and find out more information about Sarah and all the other speakers that will be at the conference. You are listening to The Dr. Pat Show. Remember, for our dogs and cats to live long and happy lives, just like people, they are what they eat. Wellness carefully selects wholesome ingredients to create food you can trust to provide the foundation of your pet's well-being. True wellness means every ingredient has a purpose in every recipe they make. You can trust the quality of all ingredients in wellness from their source to your pet's bowl. Visit wellnesspetfood.com to find a pet specialty retailer near you. Wellness natural food for pets. This is where true wellness begins. Unlock your divine power and become the true master of your life with visionary clairvoyant Terry O'Connor every Monday at 10 a.m. on the Dr. Pat Show. Using her extraordinary connection with spirit, Terry can energetically view your true inner blueprint 
and guide you to your soul's highest purpose. Explore your personal connection to your authentic self and let your spirit soar as it was truly meant to. That's the Carrie O'Connor Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern on the Dr. Pat Show. Did you know green is no longer just a color? It's a call to action to go green. The Perth Go Green Hour is all about building community through radio. Powerful conversations about solutions to ensure healthy environments and vibrant communities. We'll talk about practical solutions and how people all over the world are changing their individual behaviors to contribute to the solution. And this radio show encourages action and commitment. Join us for a transformative hour of radio with Perf Go Green. Visit perfgogreen.com. Green by choice. Now is the time for you to create the life you want to live. Tap into unlimited possibilities and be the masterpiece you're meant to be. Hi, I'm Dr. Melody Ivory, your personal growth expert and co-host of the Breakthrough Interview Series. Step into your full greatness on the Dr. Pat Show. With the eye of an artist, the heart of a poet, and the brilliance of a scientist, I'll show you how to dig up the road, pave the road, Walk the road and be the road to your full greatness. I'll tell you what the secret didn't tell you, which myths hold you back, and what hidden talents and skills you need to thrive in these challenging times. I'll help you easily transform your life from the inside out. Now is the time to get to where you really want to be, and I'm here to help you get there. Listen to Step Into Your Full Greatness on the Dr. Pat Show and go to MelodyIvory.com for free articles, poetry, and affirmations. That's MelodyIvory.com. Hi, I'm Teresa Gertz, and I was a winner of Dr. Pat's Makeover 2009. While a part of me set aside expectations of winning, another part of me started to act as if I'd already won by taking steps on my own in the areas of my life that I wanted to change. This was the most important piece for me. I continue to benefit from the makeover, and I'm oh so grateful to be back on track and paying it forward to my community. Visit drpatsmakeover.com for information and entry form. That's drpatsmakeover.com. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. And I want to say hi to everyone on KKNW, AM 1150, and all our affiliates that are you're listening all our listeners in today for the dr pat show and i'm sherry butler and i'm so happy to be hosting today's show and we're going to be speaking with a couple more speakers that are going to be at the finding the gift in shift conference coming up january 15th through the 17th in beautiful sedona arizona if you have not been to sedona this is your opportunity to come and enjoy the beautiful red rocks and we're going to have a great time at the conference and learning and experiencing what we need for a fabulous 2010. So let's get to our guest. Our first guest I'm going to introduce is Corrine Casaza, and she earned her Bachelor of Fine Arts in Writing, Publishing, and Literature from Emerson College in Boston, and then spent 15 years at a big blue company creating web content and marketing strategy for selling software online. And Corinne's novels, Divided We Fall and Walk Like an Egyptian, are now available. Where, and she, I know, is very excited about that. And she's currently at work at, on a nonfiction book. And Corinne offers private coaching sessions for writers, that, or those of us that want to be writers. And I'm one of those people. I love writing. And she'll be facilitating a writing workshop at the Gift and Shift Conference with Sharon Hooper, 
who is a professional certified coach with 30 years of award-winning business experience. And Sharon's challenge is, to, is for people to live their most authentic lives, and writing has been a major ingredient on her journey. And she's been a columnist for United Press International's Religion and Spirituality website and Ask the Coach columnist and the author of The Wisdom of Mary Magdalene guidance card deck. Sharon's debut novel, The Diaries of Avalon Rose, is currently available. Welcome to the show, Karina Sharon. Thank you, Sherry. Thanks, Sherry. Oh, I'm so glad to have both of you here. And both of you have been involved in the Gift and Shift Conference in the past. And what would you tell our listeners uh, would be, I mean, they all have to get to Sedona, don't you think? Absolutely. Red Rock Fever. It is such a wonderful experience to not only be in Sedona, but to be amongst all the speakers that we have. And, and uh, you two are one, two of them. And I wanted to ask you, Karina, to start off with how you, you talk about writing as your spiritual awakening. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Well, um, I knew I wanted to write a book since I was eight years old, but I just couldn't get myself in front of the page to do it. And when I finally did, I wrote 75 pages, and I was so blocked that I just couldn't even sit in front of the PC any longer. So I got it into my head that if I could hypnotize myself and get into an altered state, I could finish this book. And I went online and found a hypnosis class starting the next day, the teacher is now one of my dear friends, and she taught me to hypnotize myself in four weeks. And for the next six months after that, I wrote that book so fast that the people who were editing it couldn't keep up with me. And they were saying, Kareen, what are you doing? And I said, putting my hands on the keyboard and asking what happens next. And so from that, I learned meditation. In meditation, my hands got hot, and then I learned Reiki. And so it really just opened up the whole world of spirit to me and faith and knowing that there's something bigger out there that's in charge and is guiding us. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah, I, 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 I actually didn't hypnotize myself, but I actually did go to the computer once and just kind of just started writing. And the next thing I knew, four hours had gone by. And that was an incredible experience. Now, have I gone back and done it again? No, but we'll, we'll, I'm going to get back to it at some point. <laughs> now, Sharon, briefly tell us about the workshop that you and Corrine are going to be teaching at the Gift and Shift Conference and how it's going to help people to utilize their writing skills, whether they have, and it really doesn't matter what kind of writing skills they have, right? That's true. Most people try too hard to write, and when I started writing, because I said I was going to sit down and write, I would get paralyzed myself. So what I found over the years, whether I was working for the government, our own company, and now as a published author and a writer, is that we get so stuck in, well, I have to say paralyzed again, because we think we have to say the perfect word, the perfect phrase, everything has to be perfect, but it really depends on what our goals are for writing. So if we can get out of that, if we can get out of our own way and just write what is flowing from our heart, that's the first start of writing. And when I coach people, uh, sometimes I do it for business or writing or personal, I just ask them to tell me about, well, if you were going to write a book, what would you write about? And they will 
talk for five or ten minutes, and every time they come out with a major thought, I just jot it down. And when they're through, I put chapter headings beside each one of the things that they said. And I said, here's your book. And they are always so amazed because they have tried so hard to come up with the perfect thought, the perfect chapter, the perfect everything. So what we want to teach at The Gift of Shift is really shifting how you think about writing and shift about the importance of different goals for yourself in getting your written word on paper. Yeah, it it seems like it's true in every aspect of our life and, and even when we're trying to write is to get out of our own way, right? Oh, yes. We are always stumbling over our own feet in many oh. aspects of life. Well, I'm looking forward to, to the workshop, and I wanted to uh, ask Corinne, Corinne, the, apologize for that, Corinne, what are the four C's of intuition and how do they affect your writing ability? I found that to be, when we were talking about that, I, I really wanted to bring up that question because I thought that was a very interesting Thanks. Um, this is the ways that we get our intuition, our clear audience, which is hearing, clairvoyance, which is seeing, clairsentience, feeling, and clear cognizance, which is a knowing. And primarily, most writers are clear audience or clairvoyant, and some combination thereof. Like for me, I'm definitely clear audience. I hear the words. I put my hands on the keyboard and ask the question, "Tell me what happens," and I hear it. Other people see it, um, so they're very able to write description and what they're seeing and what's happening. Some people, and this has happened to me few and far between, they actually see a movie in front of them and they hear it. So they actually see, hear, and can feel whatever's going on, and they get to capture it that way. Wow. So those paying attention and being really open to kind of what, where where the messages are coming to you is to help you it helps you write is that, is that what I'm understanding? Yes, it's the same way. If you're familiar with how you get intuition, whether you have a gut feel or you hear things or you see things, you can learn to tap into those abilities to help you write as well. And it's just a matter of being still in that energy and feeling it, hearing it, seeing it, whatever resonates for you, and then trusting it. And the more that you trust it, the easier it becomes, the easier it is to work with. And then, you know, for me, I have the experience where I write a scene, I know it's good, and I jump up and down at the end of it. Yeah, that's great. Well, I want to thank you both for being guests today on the Dr. Pat Show, and I'm looking forward to seeing both of you in the next couple of weeks. And the information on the website, we'll talk more about Corinne and Sharon's pre-conference workshop is coming up at the Finding the Gift and Shift in Sedona, Arizona, and that's January 15th through the 17th, and the website is www.stellarproductionslive.com, and we are looking forward to having a wonderful time. We have Greg Braden and Dr. Joe Dispenza, who are both best-selling authors, are coming to the conference to uh, talk and also Dr. Joe Dispenza is going to be doing a all day workshop on Sunday and we have a lot of workshops happening a lot of other speakers that we couldn't fit into the two hours that we were on today but we have just got a chock full lot of speakers and authors that are going to be discussing all the things that we need to have the best 2010 that we possibly can 
even though we're all going through some sh- some shaky times, it's exciting times because we know we're we're getting to a new paradigms of our lives. This is Sherry Butler, and I thank you so much for listening today. Thank you, Dr. Pat, for giving me the opportunity to host the show. And you've been listening to the Dr. Pat Show.